Multiple Myeloma Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support. Hello and welcome to the Multiple Myeloma Hub Podcast. Today we'll be hearing from Estatius Castritis from the National and Cappadocian University of Athens, Greece. Good morning, my name is Estatius Castritis. I'm an Associate Professor of Clinical Therapeutics and Medical Oncology in the University of Athens. I work in the Department of Clinical Therapeutics in the Plasma Cell Dyscrasia Unit in the University. Today we will talk about the unmet needs of patients with AL amyloidosis in Europe. AL amyloidosis, which stands for light chain systemic amyloidosis, is a relatively rare disease which is caused by the accumulation of monoclonal light chains which form amyloid fibrils. These amyloid fibrils tend to accumulate in various tissues and organs. And because of their accumulation and other direct effects that they have, they cause major dysfunction in organs such as the heart, the kidneys, the liver, the nerves, and the GI tract and other tissues. One major challenge for this disease is that it is difficult to diagnose and often the diagnosis is quite late. Unfortunately, this disease has symptoms and signs which are not specific. Often the patients complain of dyspnea, of edema, of numbing of their feet, and these symptoms do not lead to the correct diagnosis, but they need several months in many cases to finally set the diagnosis of amyloidosis. Furthermore, in many cases, advanced technology is required in order to type correctly the uh, amyloid deposits in order to provide the correct therapy for this type of amyloidosis. In a recent study that we performed in the uh, European Myeloma Network, a collaboration with among several sites, among uh, many different European countries. We saw that in the past 15, 16 years, there has not been significant improvement in the numbers of patients who are diagnosed earlier rather than later with this disease. Unfortunately, still we have many patients who are diagnosed with amyloidosis when they have already developed terminal stage cardiac failure. In the past 10-15 years, we have significant improvements in the treatment of amyloidosis, meaning that we have new drugs that have improved the uh, response rates of this disease. And by response rates, I mean the rates that which the patients achieve a substantial and significant reduction of their free light chains, the primary uh, cause of their amyloidosis. We have seen that with the use of bortezomib combinations, we have an increase in the rates of complete hematologic responses and of very good partial hematologic responses. This depth of hematologic response is usually translated to an improvement in organ response rates and of course, this is translated to improvements in the overall survival and the quality of life of these patients as their organs tend to sustain their function and do not fail. However, 
in the recent analysis that we presented in uh, ASH uh, from our collaborative project, we show that the major improvement has been uh, evident mostly in patients with stage two and stage three A disease. Patients with stage one disease, they have a very good outcome. They had already in the past and they have today also. However, we were very disappointed to see that for patients with more advanced cardiac disease, patients with stage 3B uh, disease, the outcome has not improved with the addition of new therapies. This leads to uh, one major uh, gap in our treatment for the patients with L-amyloidosis. And this is the fact that we still fail to achieve a very fast and very deep hematologic response for a substantial proportion of our patients with L-amyloidosis. Thus, another major issue, another unmet need for our patients with L-amyloidosis is the existence of therapies that can improve very fast uh, the response rates and reduce the free light chains, the toxic light chains uh, very rapidly. Recently, a few months ago, and also updated in the recent ASH, the data of the Andromeda study, which supported the use of uh, addition of daratumumab to the standard bortezone-based therapy with BCD, indicated that with a quadruplet, we may be able to improve hematologic response rates and organ response rates in many patients with L-amyloidosis. And actually the complete hematologic response rates in increased from about 20% to about 50%. In addition, the organ response rates at six months also improved uh, almost double by from 20, 25% to about 50% for cardiac and renal responses. Of course, these are substantial uh, improvements. However, we are still far from seeing the effect of these deep hematologic responses in the overall outcome of our patients. In addition, we saw that still there were rates of early death among those with more severe cardiac involvement by amyloidosis. And unfortunately, patients with more advanced cardiac disease, patients with stage 3B disease were not included in the study. For these patients, still, we do have very poor results with the new therapies. We are not yet we do not know yet what will be the effect of addition of new monoclonal antibodies such as daratumumab or other monoclonal antibodies such as ixatuximab, who target CD38 in the plasma cells in the outcome of patients with stage 3B disease. Currently, we are running a phase two study in the European myeloma network in which patients with more advanced cardiac disease, stage 3B disease, I mean, they received monotherapy with subcutaneous daratumumab. Unfortunately for these patients, uh, uh, treatment of the hematologic disease of the plasma cell clone may not be enough to change their fate. And perhaps we need new strategies to manage these patients. Of course, 
a proportion of patients with AL amyloidosis will relapse, and this will be associated with an increase in the free light chains and deterioration of organ function. This is another unmet need for these patients. And although we have some therapies with which we can salvage these patients, such as daratumumab, imids, ixazomib, bortezomib, alkylating agents, still some of these patients cannot achieve a deep hematologic response and their organs will begin to fail. And finally, they even succumb to their disease. By saying that, uh, I think that we need to optimize our approaches to the management of the disease of the relapse of uh, AL amyloidosis, to the hematologic relapse, and also to identify those patients that should be treated earlier rather than later. Uh, finally, uh, I would say that in order to summarize the unmet needs for patients with AL amyloidosis in Europe, first thing that we need is to improve our abilities and uh, our timing in uh, diagnosing this disease. We urgently need to diagnose these patients earlier during the course of the disease, because if we diagnose the disease early, we can really be very, very effective. However, if the disease is diagnosed late, there is not much that we can do, even with the most recent treatment advances. Second, I think we need to optimize our treatments in order to provide the most effective therapy with the lowest toxicity. I think this is something that we can optimize through clinical trials. I think we have now therapies that are quite effective. Their toxicity is manageable, but still there is room for uh, optimization of the results, both of hematologic response and also uh, with lower toxicity. And uh, third, I think it is very important to have new strategies for the management of patients with more advanced cardiac disease. It is clear that the improvement of hematologic response rates and uh, targeting only the plasma cell clone is not enough for these patients. Whether strategies incorporating uh, assist devices or cardiac transplantation or uh, strategies incorporating monoclonal antibodies that target the uh, toxic light chains or the toxic amyloid deposits is the next step. It's something that is under investigation. Unfortunately, I think we are still far from having a very effective therapy for these patients. The new studies with the monoclonal antibodies that target the amyloid fibrils may help us on that. And finally, I think that we still need to optimize the treatment of our patients who relapse, uh, either with hematologic relapse or they have organ deterioration during the follow-up of their disease, and optimize the approach to the initiation of therapy and approach to the treatment strategy that we will follow. Thank you very much. Multiple Myeloma Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support.